Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to all of you, more of you. This is Sarah Lynn, your podcast host and flow state coach, transitioning high achieving entrepreneurs into new earth leaders. In this podcast, we'll be diving into all things flow state, body leadership, connection, healing, entrepreneurship, and so much more juicy, deep lived experience. I invite you in this space to really bring all of you more of your fully expressed self, fully accepting and belonging in this space. I want all of you. I want more of you. And take this adventure with me into what I have discovered to be the key to living the most magical, deep, juicy, fulfilling, rich life and work while also being the greatest, highest service to this world and the collective. So I want you to sit back, relax, enjoy, and without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, beautiful humans. Mm, So before we even dive in to this solo episode, which honestly, it feels like it's been a little bit since I've connected with you guys in this way, because the last one I had a guest, and then I had a few that were more training-based, and this one is going to be a very juicy, deep solo dive of something that's really present for me this week. One, because I'm in a training that's kind of emphasizing and bringing more of this to surface, and B, because this has been something that I realize I haven't talked about in this way and some of the personal shares and the stories and insights and unique viewpoints I have around this topic are just going to be so beneficial for not only your business, but your work life and your personal life. And, you know, we're going to be really looking at this whole view of what it means to be human and an entrepreneur, right? These are both things that are going on in our reality on a day-to-day basis. So we're gonna dive into all the juice, but before we do that, I just want you guys, wherever you are, especially because there's a lot of high achievers tuning into this podcast, I want you to check in. Maybe you even need to pause this episode. If you are, and of course, if you're doing it, like go for it, you're on a run, you're on a walk, like have fun. And really tune into yourself. Like, would this serve you maybe to just get on your bed or get into a cozy area on the couch and maybe grab like a furry blanket, maybe a tea, maybe a cacao and just kick your feet up. Like allow yourself to really fully receive the transmission, the medicine, the words that I'm speaking and see how it truly lands in your body. So maybe that's something you transition because you're like, oh man, yeah, because right as a lot of high achievers, we can be really busy doing, 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 doing. We're good at doing. And a lot of this work is melting into the essence of being. So maybe that's pause this. Maybe you sit down where you are. Maybe it's you're just relaxing your jaw a little bit more. And let's just take like a big breath into the body together so we can really like connect and share this energetic space from afar, but also in the same vortex, right? Because we're here together in this conversation. So maybe placing a hand on your heart space, a hand on your womb or your lower belly, and just allowing yourself to drop into this episode together, taking an inhale in through the nose. 
big expansive exhale hold at the top and release gently out through the mouth sighing if that feels good one more big inhale in nourishing the body with breath holding and exhale releasing maybe shaking the shoulders moving the muscles in the face relaxing the jaw loosening it up and maybe you even keep your eyes closed while i'm speaking to you or maybe you open them and enjoy the beautiful comfy space that you're in <laughs> all right welcome guys so yeah i think i'm just also in a really cozy mood because today is day one of my bleed and you know i'm going to be going into speaking about feminine masculine energies in a very unique way so if you're like oh i already know this or i'm i'm, I'm already integrated in this or maybe this is newer to your world you're like what are you talking about feminine and masculine i'm going to be speaking to this in in a very unique way um, through through a lot of the flow state work that I do. So I invite you to get curious. I invite you to see maybe where you resonate or maybe where you're at in this. And I'm going to be sharing some personal examples because I feel like this this podcast that I'm giving today is not necessarily what I wanted to share in the beginning, but I was like, oh, this is actually what needs to come through right now because I feel like this message in the high achiever entrepreneur space is probably one of the most important that I could be giving to you guys. So I thought, what not better of an episode than to dive in and chat about these things with you guys. So I, I want to share that you know, I had to move through some pretty challenging lessons earlier on, and it took me a lot of years to come to these realizations. I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate because a lot of us in this entrepreneur space, you know, have our gifts, have our medicine because we've been through some sort of lived experience. We've gone through some sort of journey where we maybe hit a rock bottom or, you know, we've been on the other side of the work that we're doing. That's why we're so passionate about it. And a lot of my work that I'm so passionate about is flow state because it was my key to really transitioning me out of this burnout that I could not seem to fucking figure out. And I want to speak around the masculine and feminine because through this flow state work and over time, the more integrated, the more embodied I am in this work, like right now, of course, I mean, time has passed, but being in this work several years now, I feel like I am the most integrated and embodied in this work. And of course, there's going to be new levels and heights than I've ever freaking been, like so in integrity with it. And it has me really looking at the, the masculine and the feminine in very unique ways and in a different in like a different perspective and lens than maybe I had a few years ago when I started this work. So I want to share with you guys today some of the lessons that I took away. And, you know, I spoke to the high achiever is we're really good at doing, right? Like doing is in ingrained into our bones. <laughs> doing is ingrained into really culturally into society of how majority of this world operates. Um, so it comes natural to us high achievers and this archetype that I'm speaking to because we are so mission driven. We are so focused on leaving our legacy, leaving our unique mark in this world. And we have a lot of goals. We have a lot of 
things that we want to achieve in this life. This resonating with you guys. And I want to say, this: there's nothing to shame around this. There's a lot of beauty in this. You have something that changed your life profoundly and you want to share, you know, you know that this is your gift, your unique medicine and magic in your essence and in your own experience that like only you can really give to this world. You have a calling. You And I know because I have the same, right? You have this divine calling that you were like, this is mine to spread and share. And you want to spread it in all the ways that are planted and seeded in your beautiful big heart of yours. And, you know, these visions in the high achiever archetype, you know, we, like I said, we're very mission driven. So this comes with typically, I'm not saying all the time, but for my own personal journey, very masculine based energy. And what do I mean by this? besides us being really good at the doing. It's a lot of pushing, it's a lot of hard work, it's a lot of go, 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 do, do, do. And what does that lead to burnout? What does that lead to maybe not enjoying the process as much as we'd like? And when I say enjoying the process, I know you enjoy your work. I know you enjoy doing the things that you do because you have so much passion. But sometimes what happens with the overdoing and the amount that we're taking on and the way we're going about it is that we're not actually enjoying, let's say like really zoom into your work, like how you are working, like that might feel rigid, that might feel frustrating, that might feel overwhelming, that might feel not as enjoyable as the actual medicine that you're serving, right? For example, like flow state coaching, I love this stuff. I can nerd out about this shit for ages, for hours, all my clients know. <laughs> and if you're friends with me and been on this podcast, you likely know too. And let's say, for example, I was not going about it in flow state, I was doing the opposite. I might be doing work and creating offerings or doing service or in this podcast and I might not actually be enjoying the way that I am actually working when creating, even though I enjoy and I'm so passionate about my mission. So you see what I'm saying? Like there's like a difference. There's a disconnect sometimes here because we're really good at doing. We're very based in the masculine. And something I had to learn the really, really hard way, which I actually don't think I've ever spoken about on the podcast. I was really trying to sit back. I'm like, how have I never brought this up? because I think I've shared more of recent things on solo episodes or like integration within this year from since I started the podcast. And, you know, a while back when I, I was completely not in this flow state work yet. And like I said, I was living in cycles of burnout. I had probably like several years of my life mapped out. No fucking joke. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm gonna finish this undergraduate program. I'm going to work for a year. I'm going to get more experience. I'm going to be studying for the GRE. And during that time, I'm going to get into grad school. And then what ended up happening from there, I did get into my school of choice because I worked so fucking hard. And, and that's not something I'm proud of. I'm going to speak to why. Like I'm proud of, I love that version of myself. I love that woman who knew she was making so much impact and, you know, had, had things in her heart she wanted to do. And the way I was going about it really was not healthy, you know? So I'm gonna to speak to that in a sec, but basically I ended up getting into this grad program. And of course, I like LOL at this now, I got into the most accelerated track. I was in a year program um, when typically this takes like a few years. 
And on top of that, I was the one working the most in the whole program. I was working almost a full, like a very, very part-time job. Like I don't even like calling a part-time because it was basically like a semi-full-time job while being in this accelerated track program, while being at that time of my life was an extreme party girl. Luckily, I actually entered a relationship that year, which chilled me out a little bit, but honestly, I still was pretty fucking wild during that time. So I was, I think back to that version of myself and I actually like don't really know how I survived. And honestly, I, I didn't really. I shared this story on my Instagram stories recently where I was actually giving a presentation when I was in, in this class and I was just so stressed and so overwhelmed and so tired and just like exhausted. And this is one of the most like important presentations for at the time, which felt like one of my most important classes because I really admired the professor that I was in. It was like, I felt very lucky to be in his presence and learn from him. Um, and I was giving a presentation and I actually like was at the front of the class and I went up to give this presentation and I can't even tell you like my whole body to shut down. And that's when I started actually realizing like, whoa, like people talk about, I can't keep going on like this. Like I actually realized like my body actually won't even allow me. Like it actually started shutting down. So what happened in that scenario is I actually went like sheet white and I started like sweating on my forehead and I got like really lightheaded and I like couldn't, all I remember is I was looking at the ceiling of the classroom and they had those like bright white like you know those lights that go in those ceilings that have like it's not even like foam they're like the squares <laughs> and they're like bright neon like classroom lights and I remember I could only really see that and everyone's faces kind of started going away and some of my best friends were at the front row because that was the table we were sitting at and I like remember them just like zooming out in the distance and the lights just getting brighter and I was like, I'm gonna collapse actually. So what ended up happening, I was like a few, I don't know, a few minutes in maybe, giving this presentation. I didn't say a word, I stopped, I pushed past the door and luckily that classroom is right near the door to the outside. So what I ended up doing is I, I barely even made it. I like pushed to the outside and like immediately once I got outside, I laid on the concrete and like completely it felt like lost my consciousness like i completely whited out it wasn't like black but it was like everything just went white and i was laying down and when i opened my eyes one of my best friends at the time and my professor um, left the classroom because they were so concerned about me and they were looking over me so when i opened my eyes i all i could see was their faces just like really kind of like scared like in panic like they didn't really know what to do or what was happening and my teacher knew, my professor knew how hard I was working at the time because I like he knew I worked more than any of that class because he would see my practicum sheets and things like that. And, and we were just also really close. And so did my best friend. She knew she knew what I was doing behind the scenes as well. And I like slowly got up and this is like how much I was in this high achiever archetype. I like was like, oh my gosh, like I don't know what just happened. I like kind of gaslighted the whole experience. I was like, wow, that was so weird. Like, no, it wasn't. I was burnt out. I was basically like, uh, I was on overdrive and I was tired and I was stressed and I had a lot of adrenaline going through me and I was in no space to give a presentation like that. And I was like, oh, okay, like, it's okay. I just need to get some water and I can, can go finish. And my professor looked at me, my, my friend didn't even say a word. She was just like, oh my gosh. My professor looked at me and she, he was like, you need to go home. 
you're fine. You already have an A in this class. And, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll redo it. And he's like, you're fine. Like he actually didn't even make me give the rest of the presentation. He's like, you're fine. You have an A. Like, you've got this. I know, I know what you're doing. We're, you've done everything else. Just go home and please go rest. And you can turn in anything else that you have for the presentation or whatever the, the assignment was at the time. And I just looked at him and I was like, are you sure? And I kept questioning. He's like, yes, please go take care of yourself. And my friend, and he was like, and my friend was like, yeah, and I'm going to go with you because we're going to get you some food and I'm going to make sure that you get home okay because that's how worried and concerned they were. So I was just like, oh my God. And I, I basically had like a mental breakdown. I remember going to get food with my friend and I was like, I can't keep going on like this anymore, but I don't know what to do. And this is my scenario. And I felt like so in victim mode. I just... You know, I was like, I'm in this program, like I need to be able to finish this and then I have this work and it just, I don't know, I felt like in a really low place of my life at that point. Um, and not even low, like it was like I was scared. I was scared for my health and that was probably, I had a few times before then because when I was studying for my board exam, this is when I was having panic attacks and they would come up just randomly. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced that before, but they're really scary because they sneak up and I didn't have any tools at the time. I didn't have any of this flow state work to support me in my state of being and how I was feeling in the process. And so that was really scary too, but those kind of like faded in and out. Like I've had a few points in my life where those panic attacks came up and then they kind of went away. And I think I was kind of in between maybe having those panic attacks at the time. But like when I passed out in front of my whole class like that, that was even like a it was like a level two wake up call. Like the panic attacks really scared me because I actually didn't have control over my body at that time. Like I didn't have control over my breathing and that was really scary for me. And the, the classroom was like 2.0 version. So I was like, whoa, you know, and I was just crying and I think I went home to my partner and I was crying and I was like, this is what happened. My life's falling apart. I can't keep doing this anymore. And yeah, it was, it was really freaking scary. And still, to that day, of course, I was looking into more solutions, but I didn't really take it that seriously. And I ended up, what I like to say, and this is what a lot of society calls it, like work in the ladder. And, you know, once I graduated that, that grad program, I went right into studying for my board exam because the, like I said, I had several years mapped out. I knew the process and the timeline of what that looked like to get to the position that I wanted. So in order for me to not only do the undergraduate degree, take the GRE, get a certain score, get into grad school, finish the program, then I needed to study for my board exam to be certified to then get the position that I wanted. And I wanted a certain type of position too. I wanted to be like a lead behavior analyst. So I once again was working full time after graduate school, studying for the board exam. What ended up happening to me in that high achiever era, and this is, you know, I look back in retrospect, and this is why I say like a lot of like lessons, because a lot of these things, maybe I was like kind of conscious around some of it unconscious, some of it, I still just didn't really give a shit, but I had to really learn the hard way because in my mind, it was so one point minded focus of, well, once I get there, it'll be fine. Once I get there, it'll, it'll shift and change and things will be fucking amazing which is pretty wild to think because there was like several years of my life where I was actually like, oh, I just have to do this. And then once I reached this in, I don't know, six, seven years, it was even more than that, honestly. I think it was like eight or nine years. Um, once I'm done with that eight or nine years, then I will be okay and I'll be happy. 
that's fucking insane if you think about it because you know for me that's why I'm so passionate about fulfillment it's like we're living our life and to be quite frank and blunt and honest like we never know how long we're going to be here what's going to happen to people in our lives what that's why I'm always so passionate about really doing the things that you want to do and putting yourself out there and living actually living and feeling your best life because time isn't always guaranteed and time is one of our most valuable resources along with our energy and how we're feeling so yeah it was just fucking wild in my opinion I look back to this and obviously it was a part of my journey to go through this and then I can support people in it um, but it took several years for me to like really fucking get it and what ended up happening is during that board exam so this it actually like got even worse than than grad school so this is when I started having more panic attacks um, because everything was just heightened because I was working over 40 hours a week and I was driving to clients houses and supervision meetings and things like that so I was oh god I was working I don't even know I would say like 50 60 hour weeks on top of studying for the board exam which was a heavy heavy commitment it was a really hard exam like there was a very small percentage of people that passed this board exam actually and I actually failed my first time by I think two points and I had to restudy again and redo the whole cycle because you have to wait it only happens a few times a year this exam um, and then I ended up passing the second time with like flying colors and you know it was great because I learned a lot the second time but it was like heavy studying for like several months and what ended up happening during this time, so like I said, I was in a partnership when I was in grad school and I was still in a partnership when I was studying for this board exam with the same partner. This was a few, this was two, two relationships ago. And I remember it was, this is how much in the high achiever I was. Like I, I literally look at this and I'm just like, I can laugh now because it's in the past, but also it's like, holy shit, I can't believe I approached my relationships like this. I remember when we started considering like really really dating and he was going to be moving to Austin at the time because I was like listen like because we connected right before I actually started grad school and I'm like listen I just got into this program I told him I said this is the most important thing in my life right now I have a few years mapped out of my life and like nothing's going to ruin that because I know where I'm headed and like nothing can get in the way of this so if we're actually going to do this I need you to understand that this is actually going to be top priority and I actually told him this and <laughs> I don't really remember the conversation, but he was just like, you know, I fully support you. And, you know, he had really serious feelings for me and wanted to move to Austin at the time. And he he ended up like he always supported that vision of mine because he knew how passionate and he was actually in the same field doing something different. But he just knew how important it was. But that that's actually like what I even declared out verbally. I was like, this comes before my relationships. Like I said that. It comes before my relationship with myself. <laughs> That's honestly how it was because my health was going down the drain. And my romantic partnership that was unfolding, which was something that I wanted so badly for, for a while because my other partnership was when I was in university and I was single for like, I don't know, a few years. And when I got to Austin, like grounding in my life, I remember like being like, wow, like, you know, desiring a partner. And I had someone like literally there being like, I want to move to be with you. <laughs> I want to support you in your vision. I want to, you know, be there for you and I'm like okay listen yeah we can do this only if you know that my my work in grad school and all, all this stuff and that this is going to be a few-year journey is the most important thing like holy shit Sarah so I'm sure a lot of high achievers can resonate with this because a lot of the times like 
don't get me wrong, our missions are so important. And like what I believe now on the other side of this, something that I really learned is like the mission's so important and there's a way of going about it that actually like your relationships are probably the most precious thing ever. Your relationship with yourself, in my opinion, especially, you know, re-being single again this past year, like there everything stems from your relationship with yourself and then your relationship with other people. Like I, I genuinely believe that's why we're on this planet to connect with people to receive love, to have lessons, to have experiences, to live life to the fullest. And being in relationships with people brings so much of that fulfillment. And when I was in that high achiever era, it was like, it didn't matter. So <laughs> zooming back to what I was saying is when I was in, when I was studying for the sport exam, especially when I failed, oh my God, you would have thought my life was fucking over. I almost like gave up. I almost was like, fuck it. I couldn't even get out of bed. I felt, I think for like two Two days, I was so embarrassed. I was so upset with myself. I was, talk about inner critic. I was so hard on myself, so mean to myself. I felt so stupid. I remember I was even embarrassed to tell my partner, who was like a really serious partner at that time. We were living together. And my friends, I basically was like, I don't want to see anyone. I don't want to talk to anyone. Like, I, that's really, I kind of like went into this hole. And then I obviously found my fucking drive again because it was so strong, like so in the masculine still. And I was like, I'm going to study and I'm going to pass this fucking thing. And I found like a fire, which the fire of the masculine can provide us a lot as a high achiever, because that's why we, our missions go so far. That's why we're able to make a lot of things happen. We're good at getting shit done, but without the feminine, without low state, that's how I found the feminine being in this altered state of consciousness, accessing the state of being uh, a lot of things are going to shift energetically, which is going to impact a lot of things in our lives, including our relationships, including how we're feeling in the process, all these things that I'm speaking on. So back to the, back to what I was saying, I was studying for the sport exam. And when I was in the process of that, I remember telling, I'm trying to like really think back. Cause this was a few years ago. I was living with my partner, so I kind of was just taking that for granted and like put my relationship, like I remember telling him, hey, this is gonna be a really challenging few months. I don't really know how much we're gonna see each other. I don't really know how many things we're gonna be able to do and how we're gonna be able to connect. And I, I literally remember, and like my relationships back in the day look very different than the types of relationships I value now and the way I nourish and yeah, cherish my relationships because I think back to that and like, really the only time that we were spending outside of me studying and working i, I remember like mm, he got like the brunt of everything like i was just stressed tired complaining i remember like i think maybe i even was making dinner because i was just like so in the masculine i was like i'm gonna make dinner you know i'm just like a crazy person or even if he did i would i would eat we would be watching something on TV and I think I would like fall asleep immediately. And then I would be like, at that time I was like, you need to put me to bed. And I was such a baby, <laughs> but I loved it. You know, like I, I needed like physical comfort at that time because I was just moving through so much. But I remember him literally putting me to bed like a fucking potato sack. And, and then like I was out in two seconds. So like none of my quality time or my physical presence or attention were there. So it was kind of just like a, an arrangement, I would say. That's how my relationships, it felt like an arrangement. And at the time he just supported it because he was like, okay, this is what she's doing. Like she's always said this since day one. And 
I'm sure, you know, we definitely probably had some things here and there, but like he just, he knew that that was really important to me, you know, and it was a temporary thing, even though it was taking up years of my life and essentially like our whole relationship, because I'll explain what ended up happening. So that was, that was my romantic relationship and full transparency and vulnerability. Like, I don't know how often we were having sex or how like our intimacy was not really there or our depth of our connection and quality time and things we were doing. Like it was very limited. It was more like I might be able to watch a show with you and I ended up usually falling asleep within one minute. And then when we were chatting, I would usually be complaining, worried, or sharing, diving deep into something I was studying. Like it was really unhealthy. It was like all I could think about was work. Um, and then my friendships like, those I was like see you when I pass like this is legit a thing like I remember telling friends like I didn't see some of my closest friends at the time for several months and I remember when they found out I passed like I think we went to dinner and it was like I didn't see them for several months like it was like a astonishing thing and they supported it too because they knew how important it was for me and that's what was going on but um yeah my connection my quality connection with friendships like it was like see you in a few months like once this is over type situation and then what ended up happening once I did pass uh I was still extremely stressed out and it was just on to the next thing I don't know if that's relatable for any of you guys that's like a big thing with the high achiever archetype it's like okay well this happened okay now what and you know, fast forward some time, I ended up getting my, my quote unquote dream position. And this is where things started getting really scary because I talked about having this plan for several years of my life. And I was like, well, once I get to this, once this happens, I will be the happiest ever because I'll have all the money. I will have my biggest achievement. I will be making the most impact. And then I'll finally have good relationships. And what ended up happening is I got this role and my impact it was a, it was starting up my whole a whole entire branch of the company so i was lead behavior analyst and i was starting up the whole branch and services with one of my um my co-workers because it was a really big region so i had the south region and he had the north region and in the beginning it was fun because it was a startup and it was new but what ended up happening is both of us were like really incredible at our jobs and we, we actually had such a beautiful connection together me and him like collaborating like i really enjoyed that that process of doing it together which i still believe in a lot is like collaboration and um you know doing these these types of things on the journey together because that's how it's done without him, I don't even know how it would have happened. So what happened though is uh, our company, our name got really big quickly and our names personally were really thrown out there because of the work we were doing and the results that our clients were getting. And we were really good at collaborating in the community and spreading the word through different service providers and doctors in the area. And our jobs were very multidimensional, which reminds me of being an entrepreneur because we have a lot of different avenues and ways that we serve and every entrepreneur is unique and different um, but it comes with different hats and choosing what hats we want so it was very similar in that sense and we started growing really quickly what ended up happening to my impact is my impact was the quality i was holding at the beginning started going downhill because i was taking so many clients we had clients that were piling up on wait lists and we had people that were wanting to have collaborative meetings and um and partner for events and things like this that were like on list as well. And like all these events we were going to, I was going to like gala events and like all these things that I dreamed about for so long. Cause I did not, if any of you guys know me, like 
I didn't grow up doing any of this stuff. I didn't go to like fancy dinners and events. And I remember like dressing up and having wine at these events and talking to people in the area. And like, I just, I felt pretty disconnected because it didn't feel like my real essence. <laughs> I felt like I had to be very professional, which like sucked a lot of life out of me. And at the same time, I was fucking exhausted when I'd be doing those like back-to-back weekend events. Like I was working like 80 hours a week. So anyways, yeah, so impact quality was going down. I ended up like, yeah, it was just like, a, it was like a never ending loop. And I was like, there, there was a point that I reached and it actually had to happen because my relationship went completely down the drain. <laughs> and it wasn't just because of that, but like it had a major, re- I mean, it shaped my whole life, how I was feeling, how I was interacting in my partnership you know, we were not obviously meant to be, and we were in like the sole contract of so-and-so amount of time. And our relationship was just not there. And I'm not going to get too much into it. My, my partner at the time was going through something very serious in his, um, in his family life. Like someone in his family was diagnosed with cancer. So it was a very, um, challenging time because he was moving through a lot personally. I was pretty checked out in MIA and like very focused on my career, but also of course cared about him. And there was a lot of disconnect. There was a lot of exhaustion. There was a lot of things were not working. They were not working, but I'm like, we're, we've been dating for almost four years at that time. I was like, this is just, like, I basically felt like it was like locked in. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he loves me so much. I love him so much. We'll never, I was like living in this little fairy tale. Well, sure enough. Um, I was also traveling a lot that year because any time that I did have free time, which was barely any, I was like, I'm going to travel because I've been wanting to do this since I was younger. And I finally was making really good money. I was making six figures plus bonuses, which for me, you know, growing up most of my life, I was working like even in university. I mean, this, this high achiever archetype is so ingrained in me. Like I, back in the day, like even before university, I had like a zillion babysitting jobs. I would be working at like in high school at 80 million babysitting jobs. When I was in university, I was working at bookstores. I was babysitting. I was teaching gymnastics, gymnastics classes. I had um, I was working at a leasing agency. I had multiple jobs always at once. And then, of course, I just told you about my, my last race. So it was never like I wasn't working, really. It was always like I was working a shit ton. Um, but I was working for very minimum wage. Like I, some of these jobs were like seven something an hour, eight something an hour, right? Even when I was a therapist working up to be a behavior analyst, I was making very minimum. I was making like probably like $12, $15 max. I think I got up to like $17.50 at one time when I was a registered behavior technician. This is like a, before the board exam. I had to pass another exam to be this next quote unquote level to another fucking title. <laughs> and so, yeah, I just was sitting and, you know, I remember this one day, you know, I'm not going to go into this whole story, but I remember, um, you know, picking up my partner at the time, he went home for the weekend and I got back from a trip and I was extremely sick with like, I don't know, some illness I got in Cuba and he was at home. He's like, it's, I think it's good that I go home alone anyways. And I was like, okay. And I was basically like dying at home and he came back and I'll never forget that night. He looked at me um, at the end of the bed when we got home because I knew things just like weren't going well, but I always thought it was like, oh, well, he's moving through this. But it was also us too. And he was starting to see clear than I was able to at that time. And he was like, I can't do this anymore. And I remember being so shocked. 
Like I actually couldn't believe the words that were coming out of his mouth. Like it felt so out of body because I definitely like disassociated in that moment. It was like so painful and mind blowing for me to realize that that was what came out of his mouth because it was never spoken about before. Like I didn't even consider that to be an option. I was like, we're gonna move through everything together. And um, yeah, my relationship was ending and this is when I started really hitting a rock bottom. This is before I moved abroad. This is before any of this work. And I was like, shit, like my life literally felt in pieces. Yet at the time on the outside, I was living in a downtown apartment with my four-year partner. Four, uh, four years I've been with partner. I had all these friends, but I never had time for them. And if we were, we were getting like wasted and didn't have, I mean, the, just the depth was, depth was not there. I was barely not there because I was, honestly, I was really... Like I drank very heavily at this period of my life, like way too much, like scary amounts. And my health was at an all time low. I was so, I was having panic attacks. I was stressed. I did not feel good at all. I was so burnt out. I was having all these health problems happen during um, post breakup. Like I had so many things come up. I was in doctor's offices like constantly. And on the outside, like I said, a downtown apartment, before that, I was with this partner. I had all these quote unquote friends in Austin that I made over the years. And I was making like six figures plus bonuses. I was making all this impact, even though my impact was like the quality was going down and just things felt like a fucking shit show. And I was like, I am not happy. I, I can't do this anymore. Even though I thought things were gonna change at this quote unquote top point. And this is what I mean. I had to learn the lesson the hard way as a high achiever. I was like, my whole life's in fucking pieces, even though I have all this money, like literally everything feels like at the lowest it's ever been. So I was like, I've got to figure my fucking shit out. I actually had no choice but to look at this stuff because it was like, I could barely even move through my days. Everything felt so heavy. I remember on my way to work, I would be driving in my car and I was like, oh my God, okay, like, am I going to make it through today? Like, that's literally how I was thinking. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Everything felt so heavy and just like, I, I couldn't, I was like, I don't know what's going to lift this weight, what's going to make me feel lighter. So that obviously took me down a very long road, very long road. But I wanted to give you like the backstory on why I know reaching these top accomplishments without the fulfillment, without the full spectrum of what it means to live a fulfilled life, health, quality of relationships, Yes, making impact, but making sure it's quality impact. All of these things that encompass what I've discovered through my personal lived experience and the work I do creates a life of fulfillment and deep impact and being of greater highest service to this world. I had to really learn the hard way because I reached the top and realized like it wasn't even close to it. It actually was when I hit rock bottom. So yeah, you can achieve, you can reach like what you thought your ideal vision was in your achievements. Like it took me so many years, but my, my hope is sharing this with you guys, being a high achiever, that you realize like, yes, your impact and mission is going to be really important. And if you're not feeling the way you want to in the process and everything else kind of seems to be non-existent, I will use the word, because even though I had in the 3D, I was like, oh yeah, these are my friends. I never saw them. There was no quality time there. My relationship had no attention, even though it was like an arranged an arrangement at that time, like I said. Um, yeah, it just, it wasn't there, but I was like, it'll be fine once I reach this. And then that goal post of the next achievement kept coming in 
and moving that time. So there was never this time. And even when I thought it was the time, then that moved again. And it was like, this is not working. Like, I'm not feeling or getting to where I thought I would be and how I, I would be experiencing it. So the, it was like this illusion that I was working towards. But then once I actually really got quote unquote there, I was like, oh, fuck, this, I don't even know what this looks like. What's the next thing? <laughs> I did not want to find out I couldn't because I was at a really big low. So I want to, that was like a really big personal share. But what I want to cap on, I'm not going to share a lot of, I mean, you guys have been following the podcast and probably maybe me for some time on social media. Like my journey has been very long um, that led me into this path of this flow state work and everything that I teach him. But that's why I'm so passionate about it because I really believe I had a friend this week and we were talking and I was like so passionately like looked at her in the eye and I was like, I believe in the entrepreneur space. I believe in the entrepreneur space so much because the gifts that are out here are what I believe are shaping this new paradigm in this world that I want to live in. I'm like, who else would I want leading than these people that are conscious leaders of the world? And who else would I want? I mean, I want everyone to feel obviously good, but you guys are helping other people feel good too. But like, I'm like, I want them to actually enjoy the journey and to help heal this high achiever so you can actually step into being a new earth leader and having this more integrated in the feminine masculine approach. And I want to go briefly into what I mean by um, the integration of the masculine and feminine. So that obviously, like I had a very unhealthy masculine going on. It was doing, it was pushing, it was striving, it was goal oriented. This is what I mean by unhealthy masculine. So maybe some of you guys resonate in this space because a lot of us are high achievers. We have really big visions. Like I said, there's a lot of beauty in it, but this is the shadow side of it. Then I was not in, like talk about feminine, like my feminine essence was non-existent during that time. You couldn't feel my heart. I wasn't in my body. I was very in my head. That's masculine. I wasn't tapped in. I was working and operating on a very different frequency and I was in survival. I was not in my feminine essence and my feminine essence took a really long time to integrate, to embody. And ooh, it even makes me like emotional talking about it because for so long I like, you know, cause I'm a woman, right? And by the way, I know I mentioned this on previous podcasts, like every man and woman, you need both masculine and feminine energies. But I remember I felt really ashamed and very confused and awkward around why I couldn't embody my feminine. Well, it's like, well, holy shit, you were still in the unhealthy masculine for a while. That took me a while to get comfortable, to ease into what it meant to be in my feminine embodiment. And flow state was that key because flow state, which is an altered state of consciousness, literally is that feminine essence. It's the energy. It's being the channel, the divine channel. It's being in your body. It's living from your heart. It's feeling ease. It's feeling life force moving through you. It's the enjoyment and the process. This is the feminine. So what I want to speak uniquely about is when I got into this entrepreneur space, stepping in, I was training flow state already at the time. 
you know, I did my yoga teacher training. I really was in an unfolding journey of like, I, I, I left my behavior analyst job. And once I got out of that relationship and basically hit that rock bottom when I was in Austin, Texas a few years ago, I was like, I will find a solution because this isn't it. And I couldn't find what it was being in that situation, that scenario. Of course, my path was to completely go out and discover a new way. And that's why I'm just passionate about being able to give that path to entrepreneurs now. Cause I'm like, listen, <laughs> I devoted my whole life to figuring this out and have been on this like massive journey of years to find what I found and what I teach today. So I basically went on this journey and yeah, I started embodying my, my feminine essence through flow state, I started accessing it. And it was so foreign. It was really uncomfortable at first. It felt mm, unsafe. It felt kind of anxious around it because I'm like, whoa, what is this? But it also felt so good. So it was really this like integration process to get comfortable within that feminine embodiment in essence. And now I feel like I'm so much more grounded and integrated in it and it feels beautiful. It feels like I'm in my natural essence now. And I know that it will only continue to deepen, but where this flow state work comes into place and i'm going to put the link below because out of the box starts in less than two weeks this is the program where i actually am going to be teaching these concepts and these things that i'm talking about if you're like oh my god sarah i'm resonating so much with what you're saying i'm in this or i'm wanting to even further deepen this for myself or i am resonating with the way that i'm going to be speaking on you can apply to out of the box i'm going to put the link below we start november 6th and there's only a few spaces that are available for this journey for high achievers wanting to step more into their new earth leader so they can expand their capacity and deepen their fulfillment in the process. So masculine and feminine energies, we can have a healthy masculine and we can also have a healthy feminine online. When I look at both of these energies, they're, there's one talk going on and all this is beautiful by the way like there's nothing to shame in this this is amazing incredible work on both ends but i was what what for my personal journey is i was having trouble learning how to embody that feminine while also supporting a healthy masculine that was my path and i started like tapping in like i saw feminine leaders, feminine leadership, like people teaching this feminine work and it was beautiful and I was learning to access it. And I actually learned so much from being on my own path and journey, which are a lot of things that I use in my work as well. But what I see a lot of times, it's like, well, how do you maintain that while you're actually working? How do you maintain that moving through your days? Like you can access it, but then all of a sudden, okay, I go into work and then people you know and i've had clients come into my field and then they're like well then i'm in the unhealthy masculine and i'm like doing and then i'm stressed and i'm overwhelmed and then i'm kind of like burnt out and exhausted mid-afternoon it's like what the fuck just happened i was in my feminine radiance an hour or two ago right so what this flow state work has done for me is it's a given me a healthy masculine because we still need that structure in place but what happened is in the in my past I had very unhealthy organization and structure in place. So for a while, I was terrified of it. And honestly, when I left that job, I was just very much so, quote unquote, in my feminine, even though I wasn't fully embodied, but I just, I was said, fuck it to structure and organization. I was like a fairy for a while. If you guys look at my Instagram account, I was traveling in Bali, I was traveling in um, Australia. And of course I was building my business at this time, but it was very, it was very much so in the beginning before I started training, training some of these frameworks that I now teach. It was very free flowy fairy-like. 
which felt so good for someone that was such an unhealthy masculine. It helped me unravel that energy and uncondition it because it was so ingrained. So I really got what I meant to unravel that. But then when I was like, okay, I have really big visions and I also have a life and I kind of want to merge these worlds together. So what is that new going to look like? And the structures and organizations I teach now are the way to completely support reframing creating a new energy a new embodiment and completely shifts how people have previously experienced the unhealthy structure and organization because the structure that i teach is very very different than what a lot of society thinks structure and organization is the very unique way that gives it a whole different energy and experience so we can actually maintain it so it feels organic it feels light it feels playful it feels natural and yeah, you can just trust it's going to hold you <laughs> and it's flexible and it's intuitive and it, there's so much beauty to this new way. So I give you the frameworks to have that healthy masculine too. And a lot of people have resistance in, resistance in the beginning because they were like, oh my God, are you kidding? I don't want to take on organization and structure after the shit I just experienced because they were in burnout, right? And a lot of us, and speaking for myself included, are so scared about getting back into burnout after we've done it. And sometimes there's this like big unraveling process where we're basically like, fuck everything. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to, you know, like I was like a fairy. A lot of my clients are like, I like I've had um, past clients with like adrenal fatigue, which yes, we needed to heal that and work on it. But it took like, you know, a month and a half to actually fully recover. Like when you hit these types of rock bottoms where like you really have to like unplug because your health is at risk and you're just kind of in the hardcore feminine like you're not you're just i like to say kind of just like existing and being right so this is when we get in those really big burnout cycles but you need to bring the healthy masculine back online if you have if you want to be of greatest highest service and actually leave this legacy and create all the things that you want to do and serve in this world while also experiencing the feminine essence that you want to embody in working and living and going through your day also embodying the juicy fulfillment in your relationships and bringing that back online while serving your mission so it's like the best of both worlds i like to call it so what what ends up happening is with this flow state work it maximizes your time in altered states of consciousness so you're bringing up back online the the healthy masculine and what supports that healthy feminine from being embodied and actually integrated so you're experiencing it because flow state's an embodied state of being is through these frameworks because you need that new type of energy around the structure and organization in a very unique way that i bring it in so that you can maintain accessing maximizing your time and flow state consistently reliably maintainably while you work that takes strategy inside the work it's not just like get into your feminine essence and go work if you try to do that you're going to be in the work and then all of a sudden you're overwhelmed and all over the place and blah like what the fuck like the way i help you go about working is through strategy that helps you stay in your feminine essence in flow state in an altered state of consciousness while you work which is so much more enjoyable while also giving you a lot more space because a lot of the times i see a lot of shame and um what do i want to say yeah, shaming productivity a lot. And yes, there's more to life. You hear this a lot than productivity, especially for high achievers that are like, all I cared about was being productive. 
Yes, but also there's a lot of beauty when you go about it in a healthy way. So I teach frameworks that help you be really efficient and effective because when you go into your work, you're going to finish it a lot quicker. And then instead of working 15 million hours, you're like, holy shit, I actually just finished because flow state scientifically proven, like literally, and I experienced this myself and so do my clients, that you're 500 times more productive. So in a fifth of the time that it would normally take, you think one in five hours, one hour versus five, you finish the same amount of things. So when you create that effectiveness and that efficiency, you actually have more spaciousness and this is what allows for the juiciness. And within some of the frameworks I teach, there are very specific components. That's why the type of structure matters. So if you're like, why well, have structure and organization? Well, A, if you're enjoying it, there, there might be a more high level way, depending on how much you're really prioritizing this. A lot of people that come into this work, they're like, this is number one priority for me right now to help me build, grow, and scale while also maintaining a juicy, fulfilling, rich life. Like a lot of my clients, they really care about the quality of their personal life too. And like something I'm gonna say really blunt because my past self needed to hear this is that if your social life, if your relationships are not doing well or are non-existent, I, I really invite you to sit with your values I invite you like what's important to you yes okay then this but like for me for example it was like goal post goal post goal post when I achieved this then and then that happened for years so it's like really sitting with like right here and now what's the type of life you want to be living how do you want to feel Who, who's there to experience it with you what kind of depth and intimacy and love like there's so much like that is going to majorly impact the quality of your business too. majorly impact the quality of your work and your leadership and how you're showing up in your service like these are not separate they are yes your personal life is not your business your business is not your personal life but these are interchangeable these are happening you're a human <laughs> these are happening at the same time so if you think about it if your personal life's non-existent or quote unquote shit like mine was. And I'm not saying it has to be shit. Maybe there could just be improvement. Maybe this is something you're progressing towards, right? I just, mine was a very extreme example of this. Um, that was definitely impacting my work. When I started focusing on fulfilling and having the spaciousness to nourish both my leadership, my work, and my personal life, both started flourishing and expanding more. They benefit they benefit each other. That's why we dive into both. That's why this program inside out of the box is so unique because we dive into both. Improving using flow state, using both your business and your personal life and the way you're going about working. And it's just beautiful. It's beautiful, the things that happen from that space. And you know, it's a high achiever that's really committed to actually living in their values. And they're like, I'm here to live a rich, fulfilling life. And I'm here to live a legacy. And how am I gonna do both? And how do I want to feel in that? And how do I want to be experiencing my life, my relationships, everything that's going on, my own personal growth? They know that the whole Encompass package is the answer. So I'm like, what I teach helps you do that. So yeah, these back to kind of to sum up what I was saying, I have frameworks, I have processes, I have strategies. It's in a very different energy and way than maybe you've associated it with the past. There's times what I have to like, like, you know, help clients lean into. But then when you're experiencing it, you're actually in the essence and the energy that you desire. And it's so much more enjoyable in the process 
because everything feels light and playful and you feel more calm and grounded energy and ease and clarity and peace of mind and body. So that is kind of everything I wanted to dive into today. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. I really, you know, this is something I felt really passionate about this week because like I said, I'm in a training talking about energetics. A lot of this work with flow states, very energetic work. It's very spiritual work but it's also practical in science too. And I just, I think there's just like a unique lens I can bring into it. I mean, there's a different type of energy and style that everyone I believe in the coaching industry is meant to receive. And, you know, I have a lot of people that come into my field for this work and they're like, wow, like a lot of high performance work, even with me being such a big visionary has felt very masculine based, very heady, very like macho man, uh, which works for some people and it's beautiful. But if you're wanting really more of that like spiritual feminine essence interweaved into, I don't even like calling it high performance work, but that's what flow state is. It helps you really be in a very integrated space in your healthy masculine and your healthy feminine and expand your capacity and your fulfillment, which is going to take high performance work, but it's in a very different energy that I do it. And it's very fun and light and playful. And of course it gets challenging at times and we go really fucking deep and we go into all the things, um, but it's just a different energy. So I am going to put the link below because that does start November 6th, which I'm so excited to take a three month journey to share all of what I've learned in these last several years and what I'm talking about, these frameworks and strategies and the things that help you create that healthy masculine and then really be truly deeply integrated in your feminine while you're working, while you're moving through your days and access the beauty that flow state brings you in this altered state of consciousness. Because honestly, like it sounds so cheesy, but the first time I really started accessing the state which it is on a spectrum, so it can be leveraged. But once you start really, you're like, oh my God, I'm really accessing without getting too nerdy, like macro levels of flow state. It's like magic falls over your being in essence and life becomes very mystical. And the way you work becomes very through divinity. I mean, you're letting God and the divine work through you in the way that I'm teaching you how to work and how to create and all of these things. and. It's just a very sacred way of moving through your days, but it's also fun and enjoyable and light. And yeah, it takes the edge off things and the pressure and the seriousness and the overwhelm and all those things that I was speaking of that I was experiencing before. So if you feel called, you can apply below. You can always reach out to me. So yeah, it was so beautiful. It was beautiful sharing these lessons with you guys. Let me know what's resonated with you, sharing some of my personal story, which I've never shared on the pod before. And honestly, I've shared in some posts, but not to this extent. So it felt very sentimental to kind of go back memory lane with you guys, but just really showing you why I'm so passionate about this work because I really get it. Like I was really on that other side and like, I, like the universe took me to the rock bottom and to the depths and took me on this long path of years of self-discovery to learn what I know today. But that's in hopes that now I can actually bring it to people that have like the similar drive to leave this legacy and also live very fulfilling, juicy, rich lives in the process. And that I can give you this pathway and you don't need to hit the rock bottom or you don't need to hit the lows or don't need to go on years and years of figuring it out and putting the things together and you know, <laughs> that I can really provide that for you. Or just even if you're listening, even if this gave you a little bit of medicine, like maybe you're like, out of the box isn't because it's not going to be for everyone but maybe this gave you insight to see things in a different way or a different lens or maybe something that you want to kind of lean into so 
regardless, I'm so happy that you're here. If you're still listening to this, um, I cannot wait to hear what takeaways you guys have. Let me know. I always love hearing what you resonated with. And yeah, it was so much fun dropping into the solo episode episode, episode, <laughs> episode with you guys because um, it's been a little bit. So I'm going to keep bringing on the guests, but I'm also going to keep having space that I can drop in personally with you guys and share some of these more yeah, vulnerable personal stories of mine and just kind of what's going on and um, what's moving through me because this week the feminine, the masculine, like these energies are very, very present and... I was like, this is exactly the conversation that wants to come through. And like I said, it wasn't once because it was actually something different, but I was like, this really needs to come through for the high achiever space. I feel like it'll be medicine for exactly who just needs to hear it. So I love you guys so much. I'm sending you so much love into your weeks. Keep leaving your legacy. Keep living juicy, fulfilled, rich lives because you so, so deserve it. And I will see you guys next week. Mwah. Hope you absolutely loved this episode, that it was full of juicy wisdom and magic and impact to integrate deeper into your lives, your businesses, and your work on a daily basis. I would absolutely love if you enjoyed this episode. You can please leave me a review at the bottom and let me know what you took away from this podcast. If you're also feeling called so we can spread more ripples of impact into this world, I would love if you took a screen and tag me on Instagram and let me know what was your biggest takeaway that you want to share to spread out into this world. I would appreciate it so deeply. Thank you for being here on this grand adventure of life with me and I'll see you next time. Sending so much love.